No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you, the people, you the people, by the Wrestling Realm realm so make sure if you haven't done so i'm gonna go ahead throw the ticker on for you go ahead like us on facebook subscribe to the podcast you can catch us on apple google spotify and stitcher and also we're on pandora podcast as well as iheart radio so yes you if you know we all have our preference you know me personally when i'm in the car I'm a, I'm a Spotify person, to be honest with you. I got my Google Home set up. Shout out to my wife. Forget me for that for Christmas. So I got the Google Home set up. So a lot of times I'm listening to my podcast right there. But then there are times when if it's available to watch, I'm going to watch it on YouTube. So if you haven't done so, click the subscribe button right below to make sure you are subscribed. But, you know, I do have an iPhone. So guess what? There are times where that's what I'm doing. I'm planet on apple podcast and then of course there is the almighty google podcast so guess what you know i just learned that now they allow google podcast to get back on apple so uh you can have the google podcast app in your apple devices so i got it there too so make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about it tell them to subscribe to the wrestling realm drop a five star rating folks this week um just a couple of things to let y'all know about so uh i was on view from the top rope shout out to my boys diesel and chad make sure you check out that episode dropped on thursday i we you know we did do their mailbag um i might have the segment wrong uh but they do questions they take a lot of questions so it was great as somebody who listens to that podcast a lot, it was cool to be on the other side and actually get to talk wrestling with those guys. And Chad and I and Diesel and I, we had some things we agreed on, some things we disagreed on. But the best thing is you get a good perspective of things. So, you know, one of the things I love Chad said, he wants to see Keith Lee versus Big E for the Universal Championship. So make sure you check that out. Also, um, make sure you... Like I said, check out my uh, production that I've been creating. That is called the Docu Series. Um, hard work, dedicated to hard work. The Docu Series. It's a story on my good boy, good friend Blake Thomas, who uh, is a photographer, booker, producer, backstage talent, teacher, all in wrestling. So you'll get to learn about that. You'll see some of your favorites. Ember Moon is in, uh, you, well. She's not. She we didn't do an interview with her, but you know I believe there's some clips of her in there. But we did interviews with Leva Bates, Amia Yim, uh, Leo Rush, Faye Jackson, Sozio, Yolanda the Designer. I'm in there, of course. Uh, and then his uh, podcast brothers, Ronald, James, and Valence Michael in there. The guy who produced the music, Sir Tizzy, he's in there. So make sure y'all check that out. And I promise you will not be disappointed. So let's get into the show, right? You know, um, oh, man, I sit back and it is just, um, just an incredible time in the business. If you saw, I'm going to go ahead and throw that graphic on just in case you missed it. And it is 30 
years. Yes, folks. 30 years of Chris Jericho. So <laughs> it's only right that we play a little bit of music, right? Let's see if we got that going. Oh, there we go. I mean, you know, this song right here, I think, is one of his best. Well, I feel like that's probably. Uh, there we go. Yeah, I feel like this is one of his best uh, theme musics ever. You know, um, it's something that's just timeless. I think we're going to be blasting this. You know, Edge's music is held in high regard. A lot of people say that's the greatest WWE theme music. Me, personally, I'm a huge Edge fan, but no. But this right here, I even think it's better. But, you know, a lot of us may remember, you know, Break the Walls Down. You know, when you think about Chris Jericho, WWE, his w, his fans that were fans of his back in the day who are watching AEW because, because Chris Jericho was on there, this is what they connect to. This song right here, you know. But, you know, you may have been in the ruthless aggression era and... You may actually, let me, uh, you know, I got to let those ads go. But I'm just, you know, playing a little bit from YouTube. But you may have liked this one. You know, the king of my world. Shout out to Saliva on that. So, um, you know, Jericho is what you call somebody who's living the dream. He is, you know, that song uh, Judas was obviously done by his band Fozzy. Somebody who... You read his book. He always wanted to, you know, well, he went to school. He studied journalism, but he wanted to be a wrestler and a rock star. And he's doing it. Um, and he's figured out ways to bring the worlds together, being able to wrestle, being able to perform and, you know, performing his own theme music. I think it's just incredible. So and shout out to Chris Jericho. 30 years, uh, I, I'll say. My favorite Chris Jericho match of all time is the match with him and Chris Benoit. When you go back to Royal Rumble, 19, I mean, 2001, um, the Royal Rumble is definitely special to me as that was the last one I watched with my grandmother. And, um, you know, unfortunately, she would pass away five months later, but it was two weeks after her brother died. And I remember us just sitting there in the kitchen. We just enjoying it. And then I'm rooting for Jericho. He hits the walls of Jericho on top of the ladder. I was like, oh, my goodness. And we talked about this on View from the Top Rope, how that move would be in video games. Like, that was like the first kind of like first real ladder move that was in video games. Um, but, you know, just some other Jericho matches that just jump out of mind. You know, I was happy when he defeated Batista for the championship. Uh the world championship and on raw I, I believe it was an anniversary show but i remember him winning the world championship uh i remember i didn't see the under uh vengeance so funny story i was supposed to order wwe vengeance or wwf vengeance at the time 2001 my mother said she gave me the okay she gave me the approval and at the time we had direct tv and direct tv and wwe had a disagreement therefore we couldn't get the pay-per-view 
So you talk about disappointed, man. So I wasn't able to see it, but I remember shouting to my boy Marquis telling me the next day in school that it was Chris Jericho who had defeated The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in the same night. The only guy to defeat them in the same night. And who would have thunk it? Celebrating 30 years of Chris Jericho. And that takes us to the task at hand, AEW. Uh, this past week, he wrestled and... I'm going to be honest. I would have rather seen him in a higher profile match. This is the 30th anniversary. I understand giving these young guys talent, but you know what, folks? And this isn't going to be a popular thing, but a lot of times I feel like it's a revolving door at AEW, and there's a lot of people that, to you know, like, well, who is this guy? Why should I care about this guy? So it's like a big gap. I think that's what it is. I think it's a big gap between your stars and your up-and-comers. So I respect why it was done. But I would have rather seen him, you know, in a higher-profile match. Um, it would have I mean, obviously, Moxley's the champion, and we know what's going on there. But that's just me. That's just me being a fan saying my wishes but you know jericho was definitely victorious we saw mjf bring out the uh picture and then they laughed about had a laugh or whatnot and then you know he called him a clown and jericho hit the guy so um but i wonder where they're gonna go with that <laughs> mjf and jericho is there something there it, it looked like i said wait is jericho going to a face turn uh, but you know you're a damn good heel when you come out there and everybody's still singing your theme music. I mean, it's the most catchiest theme music in professional wrestling. Can you imagine that song being played at WrestleMania? And I know, I know he's in AEW and it's great. But let's be real. WrestleMania is the, um, the, the granddaddy of them all. Can you just imagine hearing Judas coming out in a stadium full of people? That's that right there. I just think that would be such an incredible moment. But um, let's shift gears. Here. You know, we're going to stay with AEW. I have the rundown side of a different way, but I'm it's my show, so I'm going to do what I want. Um, Kyle O'Reilly and no, not there. Mustafa. Mustafa is the leader of Retribution. Did you see that coming, folks? Um, you know, I know a lot of people were saying, well, who's it going to be? And we saw, if you remember, we did see Mustafa and um, we saw like the, the little vignettes and, you know, all the stuff behind the scenes. And it felt like they kind of got away from it. So it was like, oh, we ain't going to talk about Mustafa right now. And then all of a sudden, here he is. So Mustafa is the leader of Retribution and this right here, excuse me, this is something I can't wait for. I want to see how this plays out because now they got my attention. Wasn't really big on the retribution angle at all, but now they have my attention. I wish the show would have ended. Uh, quite frankly, you know, Raw ended and I'm not even going to talk about what the main event was because it just wasn't worth talking about. But that's how the show should have ended to me. That right there was the internet breaking moment of the show. The the moment that had people talking, wrestling fans the next day, they was talking about Mustafa being the leader. And then just the simple gif he did where he had lights on, lights out. So uh, I'm just like I said, I'm excited. Let's see. Where do we go from here? And then we'll talk about <laughs> NXT. Uh, 
you know, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor, what an incredible match. And I know some people, some people liked it, some people didn't as far as Kyle O'Reilly being in this picture. Uh, I wasn't really sold, but I'll put it like this. Y'all listen to View for the Top Rope because me and Chad had a great conversation about this. And that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to pitch that part to my boys. But I'll say this. It's not nowhere near time to break up the Undisputed Era. Let's keep them going. Uh, yeah, I know we have a draft coming up, but no. Undisputed Era, they are still a solid group, and I don't want to see nothing happen with them. And then on AEW, Cody, last name Rhodes, regained his TNT Championship in a dog collar match with Brody Lee. Now, something we haven't seen in years, but hey, it happened, and um, you know, it was entertaining. I, I, I noticed, I, I, Cody was basically saying like, people think I should be healed. This is what I interpret. People think I should be healed, but no, I'm for the people. I love these people, and to me, he's the biggest baby face in wrestling. You know, this is what I like. I said Jericho has the best theme music right now, and Cody has the is the biggest baby face in wrestling right now, and that's what AEW has going for them. So. Where do they go from here? That's the question. Who's next? Next week is the anniversary show, which I'm wondering is the anniversary show because of last week was they wanted to celebrate Jericho because technically the anniversary is the first Wednesday in October, not the second or third, but they're going to next week is the anniversary show. So we're going to let them have it. And, um, congratulations. One year, AEW dynamite. It's been great to have multiple, um, wrestling multiple promotions on a big network no disrespect to the other networks but it's just been great you know you got on wednesdays you could tune or turn on tnt or you could turn on um you could turn on uh a um usa so that's where i am as far as that's concerned like i said i, I was happy uh congratulations to aew for one year of AEW Dynamite. <laughs> but folks, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, make sure you tune in to my show, Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings. This week coming up, I have a good friend of mine, somebody I've known since I was at ESPN. And, you know, at the time I wasn't really thinking about leaving, but we would become friends and colleagues for a brief period at Fox Sports 1340. But now, you know, she's doing her thing and she's also a podcaster. And that is the one and only Miss Erica Fernandez. So here's a preview to that episode. Well, I was very intimidated because that's one thing that looking back on it now, and I'm slightly rolling my eyes, even though if you can't, you guys can't see me, but. I'm here like, damn, I should have asked for help. Like, how do I get to the arena? Where Where's my seat at? You know, not mm -hmm. try to act like I got it. And it's like, I didn't have anything. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one thing I've been telling people. Don't be shy to ask for help. I don't give a damn. You don't be too proud to beg. And if, even pro beg isn't probably a good word, but don't be too prideful with not asking help. But I remember just walking in. I'm like, wow, I'm really here. I'm really doing it. This is dope. This is going to go on my resume. I'm excited to just be here and be a part of it. And the Liberty games were amazing. And they had a really good season in 2015 too. So that was a good year for me to start because they went to the playoffs and unfortunately didn't go any further. 
but it was a great exposure. And then that's what led me to also covering the Knicks, the Nets and NFL as well, because I'm really lucky to say I live in a good area where New York City, you know, Jersey is only an hour away. I could just hop on the train. MetLife isn't too far. It's annoying to get to, but it's not too far as well as Brooklyn because it's a, it's a long train ride, <laughs> but at least it's accessible. And um, back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you turn, you tune in to breaking through the glass sailors. You know, you simply if you put in my name Brian H. Waters in your podcast platforms, it'll come up. Uh, this will come up, and that'll come up. But uh, yeah, make sure you tune into that. Uh, not only so you know I do the wrestling show, but then I also have that show that allows me to essentially speak with my friends about all the cool things that they are doing in the world of their careers so make sure you check that out sorry um so i don't also host there's also a thing called uncomfortable conversations where i discuss trending topics one of them was should college football well where i felt college football should be canceled that's one um and i also talked about what it's like being a black man in america so NXT's women division gets a shakeup. Tony Storm revealed that she's coming back this past week at Takeover 31, and then also this is all after Io Shirai was successfully had successfully defended her championship against Candice LeRae, and then after that, <laughs> let me make sure I got this right. Yeah, so then after that, we saw. Ember Moon returned, and she teamed up with uh, Rhea uh, Ripley this past week, and she was successful scoring a pinfall in the tag match over Dakota Kai when she hit the Eclipse. So Ember Moon is back and looked to be better than ever before. Uh, she looked, she already made it known. She told Rhea, like, look, I'll shake your hand, but... I'm going after the strap. I'm going after the championship. We do know she was the champion until Shayna Baszler defeated her and then went on her run before Rhea Ripley ultimately took out Shayna Baszler. So the, um, it's good to see Ember Moon back. I'm not mad that she went back to NXT. I kind of feel like she wasn't going to be used right on the main roster. hate to say it that way. But all right, if she goes back to SmackDown, right? We're already in the trenches of this Sasha Bailey, which we all, well, me, I wanted to end at WrestleMania. They do have a match coming up Friday night on SmackDown as our tape on Thursday. They do have a match on Friday. I hope the match ends in a no contest. More on that later. But we see, so if there's no room for a run at the title where we can believe that she's going to win. Now, personally, I think it would have been nice to put her on Raw and have her challenge for Oscar, challenge Oscar. There's history there, but she's on NXT, so we shall see. Uh, moving on. This past Monday, Seth Rollins wanted Buddy Murphy to pretty much apologize and, you know, honor him but none needless to say buddy murphy was attacked and beat badly by seth rollins even though he kind of had the upper hand for a little bit and Aaliyah mysterio she went out there and she was trying to console him even got to a point where dominic said look 
leave him alone. Forget him. Look what he did to us. I don't care. Even if Seth Rollins beat him, this has nothing to do with us. And that would lead to, you know, the parents was out there too. And Big Brother took her away. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, we all see it. Aaliyah and Buddy Murphy has something going on. I think the big swerve would be if it was Aaliyah and Seth Rollins. But then it's like, we everybody knows he's with Becky Lynch. So, it's no need to go down that route. So, um, but Aaliyah and Seth Rollins, we kind of can, I mean, Aaliyah and Buddy Murphy, I think maybe the swerve is she set the whole thing up. Maybe, you know, you can rehash the Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon storyline with Steph said, you know, they did this because Vince, you know, you know, well, no, Stephanie and Triple H, she did that because Vince sacrificed her to Triple H. Hard to believe all that was in 99. It was so much going on. In 1999, right? And this happened, that happened in May, right? May, when Vince McMahon revealed he was the higher power, Stephanie McMahon says, Dad, how could you do this to me? Only for us to get to December when Triple H had married Steph, only for them to reveal it was a plan all along because she wanted to get her daddy back. That was such great storytelling. That was such. Maybe you know what? I think I'm gonna do. We're gonna do something around that. Yeah, we 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 got. We're gonna revisit that one because yeah, ninety. Like I said, ninety nine was uh, my favorite. Um, but yeah. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Braun Strowman and Keith Lee. Why? Why? You know what? I ain't done this in a while. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. I had to. <laughs> I had to. This was this is the tapped out, man. No, that don't make no sense. You know, I I, I don't like it. Braun Strowman and Keith Lee wrestling on Monday Night Raw. I understand we gotta get used to seeing Keith Lee, you know, talking with the realness. And he said, be patient. You know, I understand that. But no, like, come on, bro. Really? So, yeah, not a fan of it at all. Uh, so that's why it was this week's tapped out because it just didn't make any sense to me. Not at all. Um, and then finally, I was in the show with Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, victorious this past week, defending their tag titles against Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot. Actually, I'm not going to the show because I'm talking about a little bit more stuff. But uh, yeah, um, nobody. I just don't see them being beatable. You know, yeah, you got Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose coming together. You got Lana and Natalia. Are you really serious? Can any of those ladies beat Shayna and Nia Jax? No. The only ones that could was the ones that beat. They beat for the titles. And that was Sasha and Bayley. That's the only ones that seem believable. If you put the Iconics back together, I don't think they're going to beat them. So I, I just want to see them being beatable once and for all. I don't like this pair. <laughs> I don't. It's enough tag teams out here. I would much rather see them two and Oscar. All of that being the triangle for the women's championship. Let's get it there, man. So let me know what y'all think. Should they be in the triangle for the women's championship as opposed to those ladies being the tag team champions? 
But um, yeah, before we get out of here now, before we get out of here, we got the draft coming up, and I talked about this on View from the Top Rope. But what's the, the you know one of the questions? Who gets drafted? Who goes up? Who goes? Well, who goes to Raw? Who goes to SmackDown? Who goes to Fox? Who goes to USA? Right? Uh, I don't see Roman going. I don't see the titles jumping ship. I don't see Raw getting the WWE uh, Universal Championship again, even though the red belt kind of looks better than the blue one. And I don't see the uh, SmackDown getting the WWE Championship. So I see Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns stand put. It's hard to, you know, switches. If anybody was to go down, I see it being Bobby. That's the only one. Um, Yeah, if anybody was to go down, I see it being Bobby Roode. I don't see it being anybody else. I don't see it being. Um, I don't see it being. Uh, you know, Dolph Ziggler, Braun Strowman, Keith Lee just got there. You know, I, I just don't. Um, I think it's got to be a. Uh, I think that's the only person I really see going back to NXT. And I don't see from anybody from NXT going to Raw or SmackDown. It's just kind of too soon. You know, maybe a shock would be the Velveteen Dream. Perhaps he's running from Kushida. But yeah, I personally don't want to see Velveteen Dream on my television at all. But that's just me. Um, when it comes to, um, you know, the women... May, Mandy Rose just went over So maybe Otis goes Takes the universal uh, That's probably would be the best bet Otis he's going in court uh, But maybe he goes to Raw And takes the money in the bank briefcase With him right um, On But then like do you see Otis uh, It's hard to see Otis as champion Let's be real so who knows uh, But Sasha and Bailey taking on each other on Smackdown I really hope this match ends in a no contest There's no reason No reason No reason at all Sasha and Bailey's match Should go forth I just don't think so I think that this Something should happen along the lines where They beat each other uh, Sasha's beat so bad and she has to miss a month Or two and come back Yes I'm still holding out Hope that this carries on to WrestleMania. I am. Sasha wins the Royal Rumble, adds that to her accolades. Now you got three of the four horse women as Royal Rumble winners. I think, yeah, Becky. What did, yeah, Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha. So we shall see, folks. But, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Uh, Y'all know what to do at this point. You know, go ahead. You know, make sure you subscribe to the show. It's right there. Click it. Turn that bell on. And make sure you tell your friends about it. You know, let them know about the wrestling realm, folks. Till the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Wrestlers don't have to follow what is considered the status quo of the WWE these days if you're not being used you can decide i want i want to do something more i the rush of the fans whether it's 50 people or 50,000 no longer makes a difference because superstars just want to be recognized because mm -hmm. they feel now that maybe i don't need the machine to be what i consider successful yep that's true um you look at a guy like cody Rhodes, 
Mm-hmm. Homegrown. Let's not forget. Homegrown in the WWE. Um, would you say? Born with a silver spoon in his mouth? Absolutely. Say when it comes to the business? Of course. Uh, and he left because he wasn't like the way he was being used. I mean, he even went on record saying he had... Uh, the challenges was like figuring out what to charge people. Right. What to charge promoters. What to expect. Because he hadn't been through this before. No. Um, but he's went out there. He's thrived. You know, we mentioned him on our Breakout Superstars episode, which you can find on the Wrestling Around YouTube channel. Did we? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Around posts new content.